Hello and welcome back to the Chatter Cave podcast where we talk basic media in some form or other fashion uh, with a discussion, either a review or just topical discussion like we're doing there. Uh, I'm your host, Ranking Thomas Hughes. I'm joined by my lovely and beautiful co-host. Uh, I'm getting a dirty look from behind me for saying that. <laughs> Mr. Connor O'Shea, aka Zenify Gaming. Good to be back for a second week in a row. Second week in a row. Nice. Um, it would have been third week in a row if there wasn't that Mandalorian one that split the last time he was on. <laughs> but sadly, no. that, that's, that split it. Uh, but yes, we're here for episode 69. This sixty nine. Yeah. Why do not? Why do not? This one different. I because told you because, the because this because this topic feels like you're being screwed in both ends. Right, we're watching Watch Mojo top ten porn stars <laughs> right now. <laughs> no, uh, well, before we before we start, I just want to do a quick uh, update in regards to our live streaming attempts. So obviously, there won't be one this Sunday, but we're going to try and do one the Sunday after. Uh, because obviously we've got Phasmophobia going out this Sunday, where you fuck up within the first five seconds of a map. That one's this Sunday. Did not. I did not do yeah. anything wrong. <laughs> uh, it, it led to a funny stream for me, so it's worth it. <laughs> it is hilarious. Um, but yeah, that, that we're going to start doing it then. Obviously, we'll be doing a mixture of obviously co-op multiplayer games, and I think no, some some single player that's like, just streaming to each other type, uh, situation as well. Like um, I was looking at possibly picking up who wants to build me, who wants to be a millionaire, kind of quiz night. Yeah, it's hell on, yeah! It's on sale at the moment with DLC for like fifteen quid, like basically half price. That's, that's with, pretty good. That's with all the DLC, so must, which dun, is ironic because of the topic today. Um, but yeah, so I was looking at picking that up, and we can do stuff like that each Sunday. So we're going to try and do that a week this Sunday. Uh, but it, anyway, back to uh, normal. A topical discussion because uh, today's topic, as I said, it feels like getting fucked in both ends. DLC. Uh, so, so how we're going to talk about this is obviously we're going to talk about obviously what makes good DLC, what we just would define as bad DLC, and just like discussion in general on different aspects of DLC, what we love and hate about it, sort of thing. Uh, and obviously, this is something that's come to my mind recently because I've recently started and finished. A DLC for a game, uh, which is the Horizon Forbidden West Burning Shores expansion. Uh, that starts going out, I think that's a week Saturday, that starts going out on my channel. And that'll be last for like nine episodes across the month. But that's what brought this idea to me, because I, I was sitting there playing it and going, fuck me. I, I, don't get me wrong, this is a good expansion, but I can't remember the fucking controls for this game. <laughs> I haven't touched this game in a year. Like, this game came out February 2022. Mm. Uh, I probably finished it a couple of months after that. So let's just say I finished it April 2022. So that's an entire year ago. And they decided to release an ancient expansion. I think it was December of last year. Game Awards, I think it might have been. Or it might have been just before that. You know, it was around the end of the year they announced the expansion. And obviously then they dropped the expansion uh, about... Two, a week ago, about a week ago, I think it was. Um, so I dropped that expansion. Obviously, I didn't get to play it for a few days because I was trying to finish another game. So I was like, I want to focus on this game, which is why I bashed through this DLC so I could play Star Wars when that comes out. Um, and as I say, I was sitting there and I was like, it's been a year since I played this and I can't remember the fucking controls. The first battle I get, like, the first bit's not too bad because you're literally doing a bit of talking, a bit of dialogue, a bit of cutscene, and not too bad. And then you obviously take the actual expansion area and you're instantly into battle. And I'm there hiding in a bush going, right, so what button do I click here? From What weapons or witch in this game? Spear? Is this, is this good? Oh, that's good. That's good. That. I was there like that for ages. Like, that's not even just the beginning of the DLC. That is like the entire DLC. I spent the entire time going, what what weapons what? What do I do here? What do I do there? And I spent ages trying to figure, think of it. And that's what made me go, you know what? I feel like we're going to have a discussion on DLC over the fact that yeah, it's a good idea, like, release an expansion for a game, but sometimes waiting too long can just, like, make it a bad thing, if you know what I mean. Because you, mm. you waited that long for it, you've, you've literally, your mind's a blank slate. You're just like, fuck me. Like, this DLC, it would work if I was playing it from the beginning straight into the DLC. But as someone who's literally played the game, is not going to play the game again just to play DLC, wants to just jump straight into it, it's kind of a fuck, 
fuck take trying to remember every single part of the game. Like that that's a mixture there of good and bad DLC. It's good because it's an expansion to a game. Uh it's bad because it's such a long wait before you got it. And you forgot everything. I'm trying to think of a game that I had the same experience with, and I think the only one I can think of is probably Breath of the Wild. Because every time I go back to a game, I'm like, oh, I've totally forgot what I'm doing. I tried to put it back down. I'm I like, tried to get back to it the other day. The other day, I let you sat there for about an hour playing it. Didn't get that far into it, <laughs> and I was just like, okay, I spent ages try- again, like you know, trying to figure out the controls for it. But that that is not necessarily DLC. That's more of a case of you just trying to remember the game in general. In Valley game, yeah. But obviously. With the Burning Shores expansion, it's, yeah, okay, it's me trying to learn the game in general again, but I'm only have to do that because of DLC. So that's the yeah, annoying true. part of it. Because it's just like, if you, yeah, I, don't, I understand maybe like a bit of a wait, but it, a whole fucking year is like, that's a long wait. Because I mean, especially since you've, you've already got most of your stuff already there. So you've only got to really like build like a new little area and just act like, add new character models to already like AI and whatnot and just go from there. It's just like, did it really take you an extra year to basically get this expansion out? I don't understand if the I game was like fucked at launch, but it wasn't. It was fine. I feel like the like, long waits with DLC is usually so people who didn't pick up the game before now be like, oh, well, I'll pick up the base game knowing the DLC is going to come out. So I feel like the base game would get them extra sales rather than, oh, let's release a totally new game. People are like, oh, I ain't gonna buy a new one. I've not played the last one, so. Does, uh, to I understand, like, say maybe like a six month wait, but like a whole, oh no, yeah, one one year and two month wait between game launch and DLC launch. That's a long fucking wait. Yeah, it's got me back I'm, into the I game. It's taken that long, really. It's got me back into what? the game, but it's just still the case of. Yeah, I still would have probably been like this then. Like, there was nothing out for me really to play probably about six months after the DLC, the original base game came out. So, like, but now I'll literally have to try and bash for this DLC as quick as I can because Star Wars coming out. Like, they're releasing it at the, at the worst possible time. But that's the only bonus thing of it being like a seven-hour like, expansion. That's oh, another, it's only seven hours? That's, that's another thing. You're waiting... for if you If you just focus on main story... Uh, you're literally doing it within within the seven hour mark. You're waiting over a year, pay fifteen quid for a seven hour expansion. Yeah, there's all the size crap you can do, but if you're focused on the story, you're literally done within fuck all time, really. I mean, I've I've not seen anything from the DLC other than all the people like review bombing it because apparently it's like. A, a optional choice lesbian interaction, yeah. like uh, interaction, and everyone's like, "Why is this in a game?" <laughs> it's like it's an optional choice. Like, just don't do it then. It's literally one in three options. You have two other options that basically <laughs> can ignore that. I mean, I went for it. It's me. I went for it. <laughs> I was like, I, 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 I played enough Assassin's Creed Odyssey to know I fuck anything in sight. <laughs> Still think my favorite photo of Alloy is one where it's got Nikocado avocado, and it's like, is this the base model? I'll see if I can find it because it's so funny. <laughs> oh my god! But yeah, um, that's what made me obviously want to talk about DLCs is because of this long wait. I mean, wasn't Cyberpunk like a long ass wait before its DLC came out? Its expansion. It's never got a DLC yet. It's still waiting. It's still waiting for it. When's that? Oh, get- it's not out till like uh, end of this year, I think. Okay. But don't forget to share. Their whole fucking <laughs> game was a wreck, so they had to fix it before they could do anything else. That's a two-year wait, isn't it, then? If it's ended this year, because it's 2020, it came out, wasn't it? Pretty sure. See, I don't mind a, a long wait for a DLC if it's if it's a big fucking DLC. Like, almost it's a, like another game. Like That's what I feel like this Cyberpunk DLC is going to be. It's going to be a pretty much a huge DLC. I don't see them doing anything small. Like, the Witch DLCs, they're huge. That's what I mean, like, stuff like that, like... You, you you don't mind it if it's like worth it. What the f- fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. But yeah, like you don't mind it if it's like, I say, a massive expansion that's like worth your time putting the hours into. But when it's like something like short, like I say with this one, where it's like a, the main story is literally within seven hours done. 
And that would probably be even less than that. Like you probably, I think you can even bash it out within like five hours. I think that's. How long did it take me? I, think, I don't think it took me seven hours, but I, I know like if you like took your time with it, it could take up to seven hours. But it, yeah. you can, if you look on any play through online, you can it can be done within the five hour mark. Like I mean, it only took me extra time because I kept dying over and over again. That was because of me How trying long to figure out base game. If you done just a story, base game. Oh, base game took me forever, man. Like I mean, I had like over thirty episodes, maybe even forty. Like it took me fucking. I'm trying to think. Thirty, maybe, maybe thirty-five to forty hours, something like that. Like, I'm guessing, like, how much is the base game? Like sixty quid. At launch, uh, oh, oh, now you're asking. Now you're asking, son. Uh, sixty, seventy, maybe. So yeah, six seventy. So, but if you I bought the 70... PS, if you bought the PS4 version, for about fifty quid, you can upgrade for free. You got the upgrade. Yeah, that's what I did. I literally, I literally here it is. I was playing it earlier. I literally uh brought the PS4 one. And you literally got the PS5 for nothing. So it's literally like... Yeah. Cheaper. Yeah, 50 quid. Say 50 quid then. So let's put in context, the DLC being 15 quid does warrant about maybe, yeah, about 7 to 15 hours, I guess, for the price, based on the original game price. But still, that's pretty short for, for a DLC, I guess. Especially for an over it's like a year wait. There wasn't any DLC for the first one, was there? There was the Frozen Grounds. Oh, was there? But you could literally buy the game with that expansion attached to it. Yeah, the that's what I did. Edition. I bought so, that yeah. for like 20 quid or something, even less than that, probably. So it was like an entire expansion, like combined into one. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's just the case of, as well with this. It's like how the first game ended, it wasn't necessarily needed. Like they introduced like a brand new like villain. That was part of the other groups, the other group that was in the main game. Like this guy's come out of nowhere, and he's like, "Oh yeah, you need to get rid of him now." And it's just like, "Where's this guy come from?" Like, the, I don't remember being mentioned in the main game. This like random other mm. far zenith, and it's like, "Yeah, no, he's here now. Uh, go, go destroy him." He's in this like, like more tropical location than where you're at currently. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Yeah, the location you get to is really fucking nice. It's like a really nice beach location. Like, it even gives you like a, a new." Uh, uh, flight uh, option for your bird. Mm. So you can get a, a water wing, which basically goes underwater. Basically, essentially, uh, that's my what I said while playing it. I said the, the sun wing you get in the base game is basically Avatar 1. The water wing you get in the expansion is basically Avatar 2. <laughs> the expansion is basically Avatar 2. That's why it took me a year because I waited for the film. I was like, come <laughs> on, what's my idea? <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, like it's 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 a cool little like add like a few like cool little things. So like, there's, there's a new weapon you get, uh, which is like a like a blaster on your arm that shoots like these uh projectile explosives, which is like really fucking good. Like I can't stop using it; it's like so good. And then it also they also give you like the worst weapon in the game, which is like a toy bow. It's like a it's like it's apparently, apparently it's like a reference to Last of Us Part Two. It's like a little toy bow, but apparently it's like really shit. Mm. It's like really awful, but it's more of like the lols. But like. I say, I don't mind that it's a short DLC. It's just as as I said, it's just it's a long ass wait for something so small. Yeah, like so that could have. I'm not saying it should have been added straight away, but like you said, it's added like another character that didn't really get introduced in the base game. It's like, oh, who's this random dude now? Exactly. Like I, said, I can't judge it. I've not played it. It's all coming from you. And then then, <laughs> it, then at the end, they they use DLC to set up possibly a third game is just like shouldn't you have set that up within the main game not the third game but the dlc sorry so what if no one bothered with the dlc you're literally making people buy the dlc just just to basically get the sort of general idea of what a third game is going to be oh there's a weapon we've got to go find the piece of the weapon by going to these different places but it's just i'm just weird i'm just i just want to know how they're going to work it with obviously lance reddick passing away because he's the mm. one that gives you the information to send you to Burning Shores. He's the one that you give the information back to when you've won at Burning Shores. And he's the one that then gives you the hint at the next game. It's just like, how's it going to work about him, though? How are you going to work? I'll just use AI voices. <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. It'd probably use his voice and then give money to family or something. And so it's, it depends, 
if it's like anything like uh, James Earl Jones, he obviously signed off on his voice, didn't he? So they can replicate it with Vader and move faster and stuff like that over the mm. years. So he doesn't have to do it himself. Um, but yeah, so it, obviously, going away from obviously the length of wait for DLC, obviously, if we, if we now talk about uh, what we define as good and bad DLC, so what would you define as good DLC? What would I define? What an example, or just like overall? What would I? Overall, if you can think of an example, give one. I feel like anything that can add to the base game of a DLC, like of the actual thing as a DLC, so you don't have to finish the base game to get into it. It just integrates into it. That's my favorite. So like, I know you don't really like Dark Souls series, but they do it really well. So that you can get like so far into the game, and you'd be like, oh, you you got two paths now. You can either go down a DLC path, or you can carry on with like the main game kind of thing like um and i know dark souls 3 you got like the painted world and you get to like a castle which is on halfway through the, the base game and you can decide just to go straight into the dlc you don't have to do all the base game to get to it <clears throat> not like that type of dlc um i feel like yeah anything that like it adds to the to the world but not really the story of the base game because i feel like it takes away from what the base game was sometimes like, obviously you said with uh horizon the fact that it was like a seven hour dlc that didn't really have anything to do with the base game but then you had to play it to set up the the next game so that sometimes that's kind of a bit ass to do that trying to think of a another really good example of dlc dlc is a hard one man because i feel like a only a fraction of player base ever really buy dlc I think um, like not everyone, unless you really love the game. I think Valhalla did a good idea of, its, of a DLC, uh, Assassin's Creed, when it did the um, that, uh, the Ragnarok expansion, where it's like... Oh, the one that was like a standalone, but yeah, also kind of interesting. I think that was an interesting idea, because as you say, you didn't have to... like Yeah, you, can get so, you have to get so far in the game before you unlocked it, but it's something that didn't affect the main game in terms of its story, like it's its own individual story. <laughs> That you can just enjoy going forward. Obviously, I never finished it. I've never I actually got around to finishing it, but it added a lot more to the game in terms of like game mechanics. You can have like you can walk through lava with a certain cloak and stuff like that. Like it added stuff that you wouldn't find in the base game, and obviously it, you can't take that into the base game. But it's in this world here, it's its own thing. Like I, I think that's a quite a cool idea. Like ha- adding an expansion that is linked, but isn't heavily linked. But pretty much what you said, like it adds to the the game but it doesn't like affect the main story of the game like it's its own thing i feel like that is like yeah. a, a good example of an expansion i feel like as well like sometimes the best dlc is something that doesn't add to even the main story but adds like a side mode to it like um trying to think of something uh like call of duty for example like it didn't add like campaigns of I know it added more plan maps, but also added like the zombie stuff. It's like a separate stuff. It's like, oh, here's some more zombies maps. I kind of have a story, but you don't really need to do the story. I think that's like a good DLC as well. It doesn't affect the main campaign loop, I guess. Just some a bit extra then to you... keep you going. Yeah, I mean, you could... there is some obviously DLCs that do affect story, and some of them are amazing, but I feel like they get less obviously development time than the base game itself. Probably a smaller team working on this DLC, so it gets kind of washed out. It doesn't get this like huge like bang like the base game did so that's probably i mean i can think of many of the worst dlcs yeah so that's, that's <laughs> what i'm gonna get to in a minute so what would you then define as bad dlc uh right anything that's microtransaction if oh. you're counting that as dlc because that's just like yeah, like I don't mind I mean. skins in games. I don't mind like you know unlocking it. Like oh, here's a cosmetic skin. Like, but I don't like random randomness of skins. I think sometimes it's it's crap unless it's done in like the right way. So like, I feel like CS:GO does it in the right way where like you can unlock it, but then you can also resell it back on the market kind of thing. So you can make your money back. I guess it's kind of gambling, but that's pretty bad. Um, Call of Duty always seem to do it really bad. Like uh, I know for the past so many Call of Duty's have done cosmetics that don't really have an advantage really other than some skins that are really dark so it's hard to see but in the news called it the last update they added uh they added like items which have effects on in certain game modes so like i know the dmz which is meant to be like a serious game mode you're meant to get his items if you wear like a certain piece of like dlc item that you buy you get like a uav 
it's like that's just cheating and like i don't understand that's just a whole advantage for spending money yeah i think that's my biggest uh, second dlc that i absolutely loathe and i regret ever buying the season pass for the game was the tiny tina's wonderlands dlc because that was not a dlc every single one was just like a five minute little dungeon thing and i spent like fucking 30 quid on the season pass it was so stupid they added like nothing to it and so, so yeah i, I would say i, I was gonna say uh, for me obviously I, I agree that whole microtransactions like the cosmetics like especially when you get the option off the get-go to buy say a deluxe edition and then you look into said deluxe edition and all it's literally giving you is a skins a couple of weapons and basically nothing worth paying the extra like what sometimes 20 quid like for mm. example resident evil 4 resident evil 4 is my big example of a recent game that's done it that had deluxe edition that added some extra skins, some extra guns, uh, some map locations, and just little crap like that. And it's just like that's not worth like paying the extra fucking twenty odd quid for, is it? Because I mean, the base game alone was what was it forty nine ninety nine, fifty uh, fifty nine ninety nine, something like that. Uh, and then obviously the expansion was like an extra like the deluxe edition was like an extra ten, as I say, maybe twenty quid at a push. And it's just like how is that worth? paying the extra for it's not really is it uh, see if it was like an extra five pound or something i can understand because like oh it's some extra skin stuff like you know if you're doing replays of the game obviously i've done a few replays i changed the skin from like the base when you unfinish the game you get the pin stripe whatever so I thought, i'm running with that but like i wouldn't pay 20 quid <laughs> for a few extra skins that i'm probably going to use like a few times it seems so pointless i mean especially being on pc i could <laughs> just mod it anyway exactly. like, why do i need like um, the one that's recent one. Uh, WWE, for example, I remember saying to you the different like you got three different fucking tiers. You got the base game, which mm. is just the base game. You get the uh, pre-order bonus, which is fine. That's fine. Um, you got the uh, deluxe edition or whatever they called it. I can't. Remember. I think it might have been called deluxe edition. I can't remember. Um, which contained um basically the season pass, which again is fine. Season pass adds the extra wrestlers. Um, it adds like some extra boost in the main, uh, the story mode of the game, and there's it's a couple of little things here and there. Which, obviously, it's over the course of so many months they add this extra stuff. So it, again, it's a bit of a push to be like, I'm really paying extra just for extra characters within the game. But like, if you get it on cheap, it's not too bad, as you say. Um, and then I think there was the was it the Icon Edition. Uh, I think that actually might have been four tiers. I think another one edition added like just some old wrestlers, but that are already in the base game. Just the old skins for them. It's just like, why am I paying the extra <laughs> fucking? And th- these prices go up to like ninety pounds plus, and it's just like, yeah. why am I paying that much money? Where all I'm really getting here is basically reskins of characters already in the game, just their old skins. It's just like. Why the fuck am I paying this much money for that? Like, I think it was like John Cena, uh, is it Batista, and there was someone else, I think. And I say it was like just their old, like early 2000s versions of the characters that were obviously the main characters are already in the game. And it's like the early 2000s. And it's just like, why the fuck am I going to pay like 90 odd quid just for this little bit? Like, I can literally buy the season pass edition for like fucking 20 quid back that way, and that's fine. Why am I paying the extra 20 quid yeah. for this little crap? Like this, it's just like, what's the why? Why am I gonna pay ninety quid for just reskins of something that's already in the game? I think the thing that um a lot of these did like games and companies are doing now. Obviously, I know they did it with WWE and they're doing it with Diablo. Is like, oh, if you buy this upgrade edition, you can play the game three days earlier than everyone else can. Yeah, but obviously, like the deluxe edition, I want to do that. The deluxe edition of WWE had that. That which is fine, yeah. but why the fuck am I paying the extra twenty quid for a, a version with just a couple of reskins? Yeah, I don't understand it. And I'm pretty, so there was, I'm pretty certain there was one more edition above. That was a bit more expensive. I'm pretty sure there was like a hundred pound one there. No, well, not like a whole collect. Was there a collector's edition? Or am I thinking of something else? I, I know it was like an exclusive one for the game or something. I remember there was like a, I think it's like fifty quid one, which is the base game. Then you had the, was it fifty quid? Something like that. Then it was, I think it's seventy five. And I think then it was 90 or 95, something like that. There might have been one more than that. But I remember there being base, deluxe, and icon. No, base, I think deluxe, icon, and maybe the Cena edition. 
was the senior edition the icon? I can't remember. I didn't bother with it. I look, I look at the price and fuck that. I'm paying, I'm paying the cheaper price for this uh, deluxe edition. I ain't spending all that money for that. Just a couple of reskins. It's just like cosmetics. Like you say, a, a small price you don't mind. A cheap, cheap price you don't mind paying the extra for, say, cosmetics. But when they want to like, put out like a full, like extra twenty quid on top of your base game for said cosmetics. Then it becomes bad DLC. Like I say, you don't. I say the small price. It's quite, It's not the great deal. It's not the best of DLCs out there. Like for DLC, you want really like an expansion for your game, not just like a couple of re- like skins. But for a small, like, I say an extra five pound, not too bad. It's, it's it's not great, but it's not too bad. Uh, but for a, a twenty quid extra situation, uh, or anything over the ten pound mark, it's just like that's bad DLC. Why the fuck yeah. am I paying this I much like... for cosmetics? As well, I don't mind cosmetics in a multiplayer game because other people are seeing your cosmetics. But in a single player game, boy, do I care? <laughs> no one's gonna see this other than me. I don't care if I look like I'm the character's naked or he's wearing like armor makes him look like he's on fire. He's still got the same stats. It just it looks different. Like, yeah, I never understand the whole. Oh, I'm gonna pay twenty pounds for like skins that no one else but me is gonna see. I don't understand that. I understand in games like Fortnite and stuff, and maybe even Call of Duty to an extent, obviously with the skins and stuff, you're not the only one seeing it. Everyone you meet in game technically does see that as well. So you're kind of getting something from it, I guess, like fashion. <laughs> Look at my fashion in game. So Assassin's Creed is the one that's been going heavy on the cosmetics, microtransaction style since, well, since they rebranded, I'd say. Obviously, before they obviously brought it back with Origins, it wasn't too bad. I don't think. I think it, there wasn't that much in terms of microtransactions, I want to say. Well, there was a few I things, feel, uh, but it, was, it wasn't heavy, yeah. heavy. But then Origins happened, and after that, then they started pushing heavily with like skins for your horse, skins for your birds, skins for basically your character, uh, weapon skins. Like, and it, was just the case, it was the case of, obviously, a lot of it was either earn the currency in-game and just hope uh, you have enough to get it, or pay, like, a ridiculous amount of out-of-game money to actually buy the in-game that, currency to buy it. I think that's one good thing, is that you can, if you can earn the skin in-game somehow, I don't mind. I don't mind any skin being in the game, as long as you can earn it while playing. Uh, but, but I think I think with Assassin's Creed, they went more in the right way, because don't forget, in um, was it Unity, you could literally buy like boosts to like XP, and you could get like weapons, that you couldn't unlock until like, end game. You could literally buy that real money. It was Helix credits you had to add. That's that's how that's how they basically that's the the currency you can pay for with your real money. And yeah, then they I swear added, that was like then they started adding a lot more like uh, different terms for it. But Helix credits, well, I think, are still in there. Yeah, I don't mind games where you can earn like the cosmetics within the game. Like, if, uh, I'll give you an example. World of Warcraft is one. Obviously, you can earn a lot of like the mounts and stuff through doing like raids, dungeons, and whatnot. But the stuff that I hate the most is that there's like the mounts and stuff that's locked to the in game store. Like, oh, you can't have this mount unless you pay £20 for it. It's like, <laughs> if I could earn it in game, like someone's going to buy it anyway, but, but let me just earn it in game as well. Like, I don't understand the whole. I understand why they do it. It's because it's just money. The but... thing with Assassin's Creed, though, a lot of the times with their ones that you can earn, the prices are ridiculous on them to earn. And the, the currency you have to get to get them isn't as common as it could be. But that, that's my main problem with their microtransaction DLC. So it is literally the fact that the currency you get, which I think is Opals, I think it is. Uh, I, remember, I remember in Origins it was something, but yes, talk to that little boy and he that's, gives that, you like that's, the random That's box. who it's been for. It. It's, there's, there's, there's still like a little. Yeah, it's heavily linked. Same guy. Literally the same kid. Okay. Is it she keeps appearing in all games? So there's little references to the previous one. Um, but yeah, like, he, you speak to him, obviously, you get the daily ones where you get like a discounted price. Um, and obviously, then you've got the actual, like, he's the one you earn the currency through usually, but it's not a massive amount. Like, I mean, I can't remember how much I've got at this point because I haven't played it in a while, but I got, I got quite a bit, but that took me months to get. Like, it took months. It's just like, Obviously, I could have brought it with real money, but but the price for real money is it's ridiculous. Like you, 
Because you're not really going to buy just the one outfit, are you? You're going to buy the whole set. Like the horse, yeah, and the, outfit, the sword. Like exactly. Like they've got so many like really cool looking sets, but you can never afford them because it's it's either fucking spend like months and months and months and months trying to get extra currency and building this up to afford the full set or just buy it with real money, which is like something like fucking 20 quid or something stupid like that. It's just like, I ain't paying 20 quid for this small item. Like that, that, that's, I feel like good and bad DLC there. It's good because you can earn it, but it's bad because it take, if you want to earn it properly, it takes so long. And obviously the other paywall for it is a ridiculous price. So I think it's a bit of good and bad with Ubisoft side of it. Trying to think of see my the only DLC I really hate. I don't mind any single player DLC really. You could have most things, but it's when it comes to the multiplayer and it gives you an advantage yes. in the multiplayer game. I absolutely hate that. Obviously, Call of Duty the old ones were the worst for that. I mean, by far. I mean, you had Advanced Warfare where you could get like gun variants and stuff, and you could literally people would pay like hundreds of dollars and hundreds of pounds and stuff just to get this one gun which is better than every other gun it's like well that's so stupid like <laughs> no i'm locked out from that and i said ernie i'm not gonna pay 100 pound for something that he's just random to get it seems so stupid so it's pay to win basically yeah. isn't it pay to win worst, like, worst. It, yes exactly it's like one of the worst kind of dlc out there is pay to win like you can get you can you can let some slide but pay to win is gonna be like a big one of no like what's the point that's just that, that's just like if you can't afford it it's just like well you screwed then like, what's your thoughts? Oh, this is one. This is like a DLC which always divides people, and I'm quite divided. I still don't understand where I stand on it. It's the Resident Evil skip DLCs. I don't know if you've ever seen these. I've not. Seen but it'd be that. like, um, so like in Resident Evil Two, it'd be like, oh, unlock all the bonus content that was in the game without having to do the challenges. It seems pointless then because you're buying the stuff that was like the challenge. Or it's like, um, for sure, in Resident Evil Two, you could buy like the the complete one which gave you like all the side missions and stuff but you, you could literally unlock that through playing the base game that was the point like you had to get like you know like your s rank and s yeah, person yeah you had you had to do that to get them obviously i understand some people probably like oh i couldn't do it that's why i'm divided because i understand a lot of people maybe couldn't get the s plus or s rank whatever so they just brought it instead but to me that seems so stupid to have this like skip it's i don't know it's very divided it's like <laughs> Why are you giving away it's, these? It's, it's another weird one. It's it's, 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 a, it's essentially <laughs> it's 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 pay to win, but not pay to win at the same time. If you know what I mean? Like you're paying to basically win the game, but you win the all the challenges. I mean, uh, after obviously you've done it. So I, I'm I'm agreeing with you there. I'm a bit divided on that. Like I, you can understand why maybe someone would want to do it because they, they couldn't do it. Then fair enough. Like say if they tried a couple of times, couldn't do it. Then fair enough. Oh, I'll just buy it so I can get the shit. Yeah. But at the same time, it's a case of just keep trying, or just give you control to someone else who uh, can do it and go, "Hey, play this for me." Your co-host back again. Yeah. Trying to impress me. But yeah, so I think DLC is just a mixed bag. I think, like, you got some really good DLC and you got some really bad. As I say, I think pay to win and microtransactions are probably notoriously the worst kind of DLC. Uh, and uh, mobile game uh, extra lives that moms and dads buy, <laughs> granddads and nans. <laughs> oh no, you've lost your life on Candy Crush Saga. Anything that you have to actually, pay for that uh, just seems dumb uh, to pay for, yeah. that's bad DLC. There's actually a thing earlier about uh, Activision put out their like, earnings. And I think the lost, the, the lost players, I think they went down from like 125 million to like 111 on console and a PC and stuff like that. But on mobile games, they gained like, I think it's like 20,000, 20 million active players like in the last year. And it just, it, that, that scares me out because I'm scared these game companies are going to go, fuck it, that's just a mobile game from now on. Because it's such an easy market to get into. I mean, I'm pretty sure per year, that uh, Candy Crush by far has to make more money than a lot of these other games, man. Because these people get addicted to them, just buy stuff over and over. That's crazy to me. Like, the losing players on console and PC, which is where the big player bases are, 
and <laughs> the gaining on mobile. So I, I've I've never brought anything on like the app games. I always just get get to a point where it requires it and just give up. And that's the I mean, point. I, I hate the paywall thing. I don't mind if you've got like a mobile game that you can just like you know sit and and, and play on the side. Maybe sometimes like oh you've got to wait for like this thing to build or something. But like when it's literally like. Oh, you need to wait a week for this to be. It's like okay, that's a bit, that's a bit excessive. A week. I'm trying to find the Resident Evil Two DLC. Wasn't your own man who kept buying uh, some of that one game? He kept playing. Oh my God, I think he's like, was it Dragon City or something? So stupid kept, like oh, that. He just kept buying like random stuff. Like, stop buying stuff, man. It's like I've never once in my life like. I've played many mobile games. Like, I got addicted to it for ages. Like, I mean, got addicted to that. Uh, is it Marvel Strike Force? E- Not the one that yes. we basically waited for the the mass multiplayer. One. Yeah, the, the one, one that's, one basically that's like the turn based thing. Yeah, I got addicted to that for ages, and I never once brought anything for it. I just earned everything naturally. Like, there's so much I could have brought that would have just like, been like, oh, yeah, I am buying that, I am buying that, I am buying that, but I didn't because like, I don't see the point in buying mobile game fucking. Mm-hmm. Pay uh, microtransactions. I don't see the point. It's just bad DLC. Thing is, mobile games. I'll download them. Like obviously, the Doom one came out recently. I download them. I'm playing for like an hour, and I'm like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going back to it. There's no, there's no substance to these games. Like, I'm not sit down and get invested. You know what I mean? There's, there's, it's not like this huge story. It's like a little mini game thing. So it's yeah. fine for two seconds after that. Um, I'm looking at the Resident Evil Two DLC, and currently it's on sale for one pound fifty nine. Uh, and it says, immediate unlocks the following content, normally obtainable through achieving certain records. You get the fourth survivor extra mode, you get tofu survivor, you get a uh, costume, you get all the bonus weapons, you get a model, and you get concept art. But surely that's... I don't see the point. It seems so stupid. If you can't finish the base game, why are you getting these game modes, which are, like, I think, harder? I mean, for one page of it, you can't really complain, can you? <laughs> Some of the, some of the stuff I don't but mind. I, like, I agree with that. The case of if you can't finish the game and get that ranking on this lower difficulty, what makes you think you're gonna fucking do it on this higher difficulty that you have to get it by unlocking this part of the game? So I understand what you're saying it, there. It's like the, the the DLC here for Resident Evil Two, and it literally makes the character models look like like the blocky versions from the 1980 game, like the Resident Evil Two 1980 versions, or like 1980, 98 version, 1980, and that fucking old. And they're free, but they're like the cooler skins. And then you got the other stuff like that. It's like two pound fifty for like a soundtrack, like for the original version of soundtrack, so you can make it sound like the original game. What well, I don't sound surely that would be cheap than doing the skin. That's just bad DLC. That is. Like, like they got some skins here, like uh, the Elsa Walker skin, which uh, I know originally in the game it's meant to be her. Like that character was meant to be in there. That's cool because like a throwback to a character that was never added. But then there's just random ones that like uh, this one is like Claire in a military outfit. Well, what has I got to do anything? Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, there's some stupid ass DLCs. I think I think the moral of the story is uh, if you're gonna do an expansion, make it. If you're gonna make people wait for it, make it worth it. Um, obviously. Maybe look at maybe just adding like an extra expansion that isn't related to the main game. Like you don't have to really follow a lot of the main game. It can be its own thing. Um, and if you're gonna go the route of cosmetics, make it dirt cheap because it's a re- you don't fucking be paying pe- like five, ten, fifteen, twenty for this fucking uh, skin. Uh, and if you are gonna obviously make the skins, make it make sense, not yeah, random. Or make ass. it earnable. Yeah. Or I say yes, make it earnable and make it make sense. Like, as you said, uh, there's the throwback skins to the old Resident Evil ones. That makes sense, because it, you'd, you'd be able to play it like it was the old game. So that makes sense to me. Um, but as you said, like, randomly throwing in this... Obviously, Claire is a, a soldier. It's just like, why, why does that make sense? Claire's not a soldier. Claire's literally... She's not even, like, a copy. She's just a bystander. Pretty sure she's just, like, a random woman. Does that mean she's just, like, a bystander? Like, it, like, it makes no sense. Like, especially if you pay money for it. If it was like something that was free, you could let it slide. But because you're paying for it, it needs to make sense. Like, mm. I-, I feel like you can get away with the Assassin's Creed ones. Like, the-, the-, the goofy ass, like, I don't know, you got a flaming fucking wolf. Like, that's just hilarious. 
Like, it's because it's just the case of where Resident Evil was originally, um, Resident Evil, where Assassin's Creed was originally, to where it is now, it's just hilarious. It's like, um, back, yes. back in the old days, like, walking over, like, you got moaned out for having a crossbow, because uh, it was not historically accurate, and then you just ride into <laughs> battle on a fucking, like, lion. It's just like, <laughs> here's historical accuracy for you. Fuck you. <laughs> like, I feel like yeah, that. I think that's one of the craziest things with that whole argument was everyone was kicking off when they had i mean it was like was it i think it was the crossbow if i was yeah, like oh, no there's no it wasn't crossbows at this point in time and then literally went back and removed it and <laughs> and as further it got on the worse it got with like these random things being added it's like for fuck's sake they're like. funny though yeah obviously it's still be able to pay for them but i think they're quite humorous as you say just to be like where it's gone in terms of like where it was originally people complaining about historical accuracy to where it is at now <laughs> like, i think that's funny i do think that's really funny that and they say if you can earn some of them, which you can, uh, it, it, it's fine. Yeah, they might be like stupid, but some of them do kind of make sense for like some of the, like the, uh, word I'm after the, ah, uh, oh, fuck us the word I'm after the, um, Epic world, but like, like do the mythology, mythology and that. Like, oh yeah, yeah, you yeah. get like obviously uh, lions that could be linked heavily maybe towards the ancient Greece one, like. That could be something that's just passed over. Uh, the bear, running around a bear, because, well, you're in like, the wilderness. Bears make sense. Same to wolves. Uh, obviously, the ones that like fire and that, that could be linked to one of the magic sides. The Obviously, the Norse side of it. Like, stuff like stuff like that. It, that's, you can sort of kind of accept it, because obviously, they do sort of have reasonings why they're existing. Uh, basically, with the Resident Evil one, that doesn't make sense because she's just a bystander, so it doesn't make sense why you're paying an extra one pence just for a fucking military suit. Also, talking about this, as you can see in the background, I've I've got this lovely horse with the armor on. And which this was the first. This was the first ever microtransaction added to a game, and it was for Oblivion. And it was two pound fifty to buy armor for a horse. It had no extra stats. It just looked like your horse had armor on. So that's where DLC all started. So we can blame the Elder Scrolls series <laughs> for microtransactions. Fuck the Elder so. Scrolls series. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's who, who the fuck is paying two pound fifty for that? I do I think it was like a gold and a silver and it sold really fucking well. And and that's why loads of people was like, Oh, let's start adding these like <laughs> microtransactions into games because it sold really well. What the fuck? Let me see if I can find how much it so- how much it sold. That's just like um, what the fuck? Like it's not even the best looking fucking armor. I'd understand if it looked good, but that doesn't look good at all. It looks like it wants to sprout wings at the back. I mean, to be fair, it was uh, it did come out years ago. The PlayStation Three year. <laughs> uh, I'm looking like an article now. It's like uh, the director of Elder Scrolls explains that the horse arm was a huge success. It cost them like nothing to make and sold loads. I remember a lot of people brought it and was like, "It makes no difference to the game." It's like, "Yeah, it's just cosmetic." And people were like, "What the hell? I want my horse to like <laughs> take less damage." Fuck Elder Scrolls. For yeah. That, but- Apparently, just sold really, really well, and that's kind of where microtransactions started being like, oh, Well, he sold a random horse armor, let's just keep going. God damn it! I'd love to see, I'd love for him to release like how much he actually made from it, but I can't see it anywhere. But yeah, the moral of the story is some DLCs are really good, some are just really terrible, and you know, don't make your skins worthless, make it worth the money you pay or at least fucking be able to earn it within the game like I mean I wouldn't be complaining if I could earn that in the game yeah it, it looks shit armour but if I could earn it in the game it, it's fine but if it's just like it's literally just you have to pay £2.50 for it that's just shit <laughs> it's just a, well the worst thing was you, you paid £2.50 for it and then you had to go in game and buy it for 500 gold <laughs> did ya yeah I mean 500 gold is like nothing I don't think yeah but, but like... still that, that is, that's like that that's like the, the label of bad DLC. Here you go, here's something. Oh, you still got to pay for it with your in-game money. It, though you brought it out of game, you need to pay for it in-game. That's just, that is that is your prime example of bad DLC. There you go. That, 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 that's how you end DLCs on that. 
I think it's. I think the joke of this is everyone complained when this DLC first came out, being like, "Oh, it's pointless. It's just cosmetic." And now it's come back full circle, and that's all people want. It's just cosmetic items as DLC. Everyone's like, "I don't want this <laughs> like pay to win stuff." But yeah, I, I apparently it sold really well, and that's kind of where DLCs kind a lot of, of these came from, especially my transaction type of DLCs. Was like, yeah, okay. So I thought of like a, a, a good example of kind of DLC. But it's technically a physical thing. Uh, these these sort of games that the uh, I only thought of it because I saw like a like one of the episodes popped on TV. Like remember like Skylanders and like uh, Disney Infinity and oh, the Lego yeah, Dimensions. Yeah. Like you had to buy the extra expansions out of game just to play as that character in game. Yeah, like, see, I, I didn't. And mind they weren't that cheap. Because... They weren't cheap. They were like ten pound a pop yeah. for a little figure. Ten pound a pop. Yeah, but I suppose you're getting the figure at the same time. I think that was the only cool thing. It's like, oh, you're getting this, like, fit. I mean, some of them was done really badly, like, cheap on. But, like, some of them was, like, pretty cool. Like, I remember, um, pretty sure it's called Zap. It's, like, a blue, look like Spyro, like a blue dragon. I fucking love that one. He's on my shelf all the time at home. But, like, uh, yeah, they went a bit extreme with that. Obviously, Toys to Life series, I, wasn't it? I was said, it Toys to yeah, Life? Toys to Life. Because I think Skylander started it. Then, obviously, Disney jumped on the bandwagon with Infinity. And then Lego went, yeah, but do the same thing. And like, it kind of died. Like, I think yeah. Nintendo did Amiibo. That was a kind of thing, but that wasn't like exactly Amiibos like. like See, so the only cool thing about Amiibos was there's, there's like painted and like crafted so well. Even if you just wanted like the figure, not to use it in game, you could just buy it. Like I know a lot, of, like a lot of people who just bought it just to have it on display. But like when you had these Skylanders, and especially I mean the Disney ones, they were dreadful. They always looked so bad. <laughs> you used to get little cardboard cutouts for that as well. You used to put them inside the little fucking slots, the extra power ups and stuff. It's the only one I didn't touch I think the Disney one. I brought, I said, yeah, I brought I Skylanders. I think at the time, Skylanders like a, it was a really fun thing. Uh, as you say, like, yeah, yeah, it's expensive. I think some are worth it. I, I say, like, the ones that you really wanted, I think, were worth it. Especially if you could get them on sale. And I think there was there were some like little expansions, like where you got like something and it added like something within the game. Like you could get like one. It was like, a pirate ship. Uh, and you had like a shark with it, and you had some like ghost swords that come and bat- help to in battle. Like those are pretty cool ideas, but it's just the pricing. I think was ridiculous on them. Like the, you, I think it was literally like, almost ten quid just for like the normal figurine. Then I think you had the, I think you could get like a set of like three for like thirty quid, like essentially ten quid each. And then you could get a, a like a battle pack, which is like a character and t- uh, uh, and two sort of. Uh, little things like a ship or some potion or something and that was about like 20 quid like they went fucking like really far I think like it was a good idea and don't forget uh, don't but, forget the Giants one came out and that was fucking like well, extra how much yeah well obviously they released Giants where you had to buy then obviously the Giant ones uh, then they released the oh which one was next was it oh so you had Trap you had the original you had Giants you had Force. Trap Force, you had Imaginators, and you had the racing one and Fusion. Yeah, I think Fusion. Yeah, I think the racing I, I one was like the last one. They were cool. I think the racing one was a no. I think the Imaginators was the last one. I think the racing one was before that. I think uh, Fusion was before that. I think it was Trap Force, the third one. Like that, the fact that they kept adding more games and you had to buy the more things to work those games. I think that's an idea of bad DLC. Yeah, obviously, so you got the... It was a cool idea because you got the physical things, but it was so expensive just to play a game. Like, this is just to play a game. Like, it's so expensive yeah. just, to, just to play a game. Like, it's ridiculous, like, how expensive it was. And you say, obviously, uh, Disney Infinity, Disney did it with Infinity. That went for free games before they realised, yeah, no one's really bothering with this anymore. Let's stop. And obviously, Lego went for one game. They did the one Lego Dimensions game. And the worst thing with Lego Dimensions was the fact you had to build it just to play with it. Like, you brought the game. I was, I was, I was discussing Lego Dimensions with Hayden uh, yesterday or day before. It just came out of nowhere. She, I was like, yeah, I've got that game. It's on the shelf over there, like, behind everything. She's like, what? I'm like, yeah, it's on, the, it's on the shelf over there. Like, and I was like, oh, if you want to use the portal, obviously you have to build the actual portal to attach mm. to the, the, obviously... The, it's like the blue thing, isn't it? Yeah, it's like, like a weird, like, uh, pointy, spiky thing. And I was like, if you want to actually have the the look of it you had to actually generally build it 
And she's like, what? I'm like, yeah, you have to plug it. Obviously, if you, could, you just plug it in normally. But if you wanted it to look cool, you had to actually build the fucking thing. And that, like every set going forward, you had to physically build everything. Like that is like, oh yeah, we're Lego. We, you have to build us. Whereas obviously with Skylands and Disney Infinity, I think that's the only good thing with them is you didn't have to build it. Like it was just there. And he said, you could actually put it in your shelf. It looks cool. You got a little spire on yeah. your shelf. That looks pretty cool. That is the only good thing they had going for them is they look cool. But I say in terms of trying to play a game, I think they're expensive. And obviously they're an example of bad DLC because they're so expensive. Yeah, the physical, the, the kind of physical DLC, uh, which is I say is cool, but for the price, just trying to run a game, it's a ridiculous price. You, you literally can only if you if you want to run it, you just have to use the base basic bitch what you got with it, and half the time. It wasn't that great. Like it was okay. They were okay, but the better ones were the ones you had to buy out of it. Like I said, one of Skylanders, one of my favorite ones in the early game. I think the first game. I don't think it was the second. I think it was the first game. It was introduced was the shark character, uh, which you, you could only buy in that twenty quid expansion. Mm. Like and he was cool because he could summon little piranha sharks. That's cool. <laughs> um, and I think one of the ones later on, which you, again you had to buy physically out of it. This might have been the first one as well, I can't remember. Uh, it's like a, a little guy, he's a bit like Jekyll and Hyde, he drinks potions and he goes fucking crazy. Uh, Pop yeah, yeah, so like that. like, that, yeah. That, that's cool. It's just obviously, <laughs> it's just expensive to get them. And it's, it's not necessarily just expensive to get them. Sometimes it was so hard to fucking find them. Yeah. Like, okay, that's another sort of thing I hated with that stuff as well. It was like, fair enough, every other game, every game that went forward, you could use the old ones on, that was really good. But they'd reintroduce the same one again. So, like, you had a Spyro in every set. It's like, well, I've already got a Spyro there. Like, like a diff- like, different, like, no different, like, pose or something like that. It's the same, it's essentially, it's the same thing. Exact same character, everyone... exact same stats. It's just a different pose of a figurine. And, like, a different colour base, maybe, or something like that. Didn't like, you had Crash into it at one point? Crash was in the last one, the Imaginator one, I think. That was, uh, well, Bowser and Donkey Kong were in the racing one for Nintendo. That was, like, an exclusive for the Nintendo one. Like you could literally... yeah, uh, another thing that I thought was really cool is like if I had like let's say I had a figure and you had a figure I could level it up on my stuff bring it to yours and you still have the same level same gold and everything you, just, you could just it kind of transferred onto the actual figure itself it wouldn't be on like your yeah, game so I suppose same with friends it's pretty cool because instead of having the whole set you could be like oh do you want to come over and as it, when I was younger when it came out it would have been like 10 times cooler like I remember my brother playing it loads because obviously he was young He'd be, he'd be like, oh, should I play? And I'd always have this white like, zap one. That's one I'd play with. <laughs> I was always like, obviously top level with this character. I'd go in and kill everything. So it's just the, ca- it's, it's the case of, it, obviously, it's good DLC for the fact that you can get physical uh, items, which is pretty cool. That's pretty cool. But it's also bad because like, yeah, there's so many of them to get. Um, it was essentially like trying to collect like normal, say, like Funga Pop collectibles. It's essentially like trying to collect them. Uh, yeah, okay, add more use because you could play them within the game, but it's the case of sometimes it was so hard to find them. Like, especially at that time, I think now it'd be a lot easier, especially with a lot, like, heavily now. Obviously, you got your many fucking online retailers that you could probably track them down. No, on. But back, back then, box. back then, it wasn't heavy on the t- in terms of online shopping. It was more, say, go to game or go to Tesco's or somewhere like that. And you're not guaranteed they're going to have it. Like, don't get me wrong, online shopping was still quite big-ish, but it's not as big as it is now, where you can easily just, like, go online and go, there it is. Like, I could do a quick Google search on Amazon earlier of uh, Skylanders, and I found loads of them. But you can't can't find the games. Like, you can find a lot of the figures, yeah. but you can't find the games. Whereas that, that shows how easy it is to get hold of the figures now, whereas back then it was so difficult. Like, I, I remember the first game coming out, and it was, uh, I think I had it for Christmas, because it came out not long before, like, maybe, like, a month or so before Christmas. And uh, I remember basically uh, us going to Tesco, and they had like um, no, they have like the metal crates uh, where they put like some stuff in, like sometimes put like chocolates and shit like that in it. They had one of them, yeah, just full of Skylanders, and like it was just trying to find, like, hoping that they had the one you wanted. Like, I think I got lucky and got most of the ones I wanted, but it's just a case of a lot of times you were unlucky and you're like, shit, I wanted this one, they don't have it in stock. Shit, what am I going to do now? As you say, at that time, online shopping wasn't as big as it is now, so you weren't going to go home and go, oh, I'll go on Amazon. There we go, brought. I was literally just looking at um, Office Collins, and I totally forgot they also did um, trading cards that you could use in 
remember that as well? You could buy like packs of trading cards. It's like Pokemon, but you could use it in the actual pool. Like it gives you items. I think I remember totally trading cards. But yeah, it's just a case of if you handle DLC right, it's worth it and it's be good. But I think if it's handled bad and it's kind of just like unnecessary, then it's like it's it's a bad. It's not worth it at all. It's bad DLC. That's the way. The best way to kind of sum it up: make it worth it, and then you'll be looking at it and going, "Okay, that's good." And don't make it pay to win. Yeah, because I know. I mean, dumb. I know a lot of the the old figures with Skylanders don't even work anymore because the chip thing in the bottom that you scan doesn't actually work. Like a lot of people have to take it off and magnetize it again because uh, really? the old ones just work. Yeah. So they're more just statues now. Pretty much, yeah. Obviously, you can get them working eventually. I mean. Uh, I don't know if you've seen it with like the amiibos as well, but you, because it's literally just like a little code thing with like codes on it. Um, when you put the figure, and that's all the game basically reads. You can buy like little tokens. Basically, do the same thing. You just hold the token to it, and it works. So you could, I mean, that's cheaper. You could literally buy it for like next to nothing. I'm pretty sure you can technically get every amiibo card for like I think it's like two pound fifteen. You technically get every amiibo then. But obviously, what game really uses Amiibos now? I mean, Smash Bros. did for a while, and that was about it. Never really did a lot with the Amiibos. I think they could have done a lot more. That's, that's the one that didn't do much. We obviously, say with Skylands Disney Infinity, they did quite a bit because they had multiple, multiple games, and it expanded. I mean, the Skylands has got a TV show at one point. I think the last Skylands thing they did was a mobile game. That went into mobile gaming. Everything goes there eventually because it's so easy to to make a lot of people download yeah. it who've never played it before. So, but yeah, that's I think that's the best way to sum up DLCs: make it worth it, and then we'll say it's good. But if it's not worth it and you've waited ages, or it's just something you quickly throw out like cosmetics that don't make any sense, then it's just it's a shit. That's what's the point? That's the best way to like sum up DLCs: make it worth it. Um, Give me some awards. Exactly. Um, I'll tell you what we can bring back real quick. New segment. But we won't be uh, stuck with just like a small segment each. We can actually just think of... If you think of anything news related that you can bring up, bring it up. So I know before we first started this, obviously I had movies, TVs and video games. I think you had video games as well. Monkey news and music. Yeah, I haven't got no monkey news, sorry. <laughs> if, you think, if you could find any monkey news, that'd be great. Because <laughs> monkey news was always the best part. Um... I, obviously, I know like movie news has been a lot of like trailers dropped recently because there's um like CinemaCon sort of thing in America, so obviously a lot of movies have been like obviously showing footages of their films that are coming out and they've obviously eventually dropped trailers online. So I know we recently got a trailer for The Flash, a second trailer for that, and remember that poster I showed you that really dopey ass fucking fl- picture of The Flash, and everyone's like, oh, "What the fuck's this?" Yeah. I was like, "What the fuck?" That shot's in the trailer, and I was just like, "That just ruined that entire like." It has such a really cool shot of like. Both flashes like running like towards the camera, and obviously Supergirl in the middle. And you got the one really cool flash, you got the really cool Supergirl, and you got really derpy ass fucking flash. And it's just like that just ruined that entire shot. Like that was just so bad. Um, what else to drop? They dropped the trailer well today for Transformers: The Rise of the Beast. Dropped another trailer for that, where it revealed that the big bad guy of the film is going to be Unicron. And it's just like, but wasn't Unicron the plot point of the last the the last Michael Bay Transformers movie? So you just go in the same route but changing it. It's just like it looks good. Don't get me wrong; it looks a lot better than that fucking trash ash last night. Uh, but I just want to see how it goes because I swear I said to Hayden, I swear I read some of the guy who made it was like, oh, it's still like connected to the Michael Bay movies. And I'm just like, how? Because Unicron's part of Earth. That makes no sense. So I'm gonna see how they try and handle that. Um, but other than that, like the trailer looked pretty cool. It showed a lot of the beasts. It obviously, showed you um, a lot of who obviously people are voicing. So you finally heard um, I can't remember the bird uh, transformer's name, but obviously there's a flying transformer. It's uh, voiced by uh, Oscar winner Michelle Yeoh, the one who was in that oh, yeah. uh, I think everywhere all at once. Uh, yeah, she's like the voice of that. So it revealed that. Other trailers have dropped. Uh, they dropped the trailer for the final Equalizer movie, Dental Washington. Oh, I did hear about that. I haven't seen it yet, but I did hear about it. I hope it's good. So I didn't. I wasn't a big fan of the second one. I thought the first one was really good. I really enjoyed the first one, but I thought the second one was a bit of a letdown. So I'm hoping this like goes back to that first one and doesn't just like taint the franchise. Especially since it's the last one, you always want the last one to be good. You don't want it to be a Rambo. <laughs> I'll, yeah, take, I'll take you. Uh, you took my heart. So I'll take yours. 
Um, <laughs> what else? The drop race in the trailer wise. Um, some like really crappy looking Jack White or film got released like trailer wise. I'm not seeing. It's something called Robots. It looks crap. Oh god! It yeah, looks really I can bad. Imagine. Like it's like forced humor. Like it's so bad. Um, I've one of them. Yeah. I'm trying to think of some of the other trailers, but I'm trying. I I I, I can't think about glancing at YouTube. Um. Oh, apparently I left my data on, but that helps me because it means I can just literally go on YouTube so much easier. Um. Okay, let's look at my watch history. Cause that'll tell you what other fucking trailers dropped recently. Um, we also saw a trailer for oh, Taika Waititi's next film, the guy who made the four films. It's, a, it's called Next Goal Wins. It stars Michael Fassbender. He's like a a football coach that goes to a, basically this, this country, basically to like the worst possible team ever, and has to try and make them good. It looks quite funny. Like I'll give it a watch. If it's anything like JoJo, it'd be good. But if it's anything like his last four movie, it's gonna be. All right, ish. Oh, ish. Uh, what else we got? Uh, got another uh, fucking Inspector Poirot movie coming out. Kenneth Branagh, uh, Murder on the Orient Express. Oh yeah. There's then another one called A Haunting in Venice, which ironically stars Michelle Yeoh as well. That come out of nowhere. Um, there's a gay western with Pedro Pascal and Ethan Hawke coming out. Like a short. It's the like Hulk a short. It's like a short movie. <laughs> like a short. It's called Strange yeah. Way of Life. But obviously, uh, them two are the main characters. Obviously, they're gay, lo- they're kind of gay lovers. There's literally a shot in the, the trailer where Pedro Pascal's like staring at the camera, and Ethan Hawke comes behind him and tries to kiss him on the neck, and it just cuts to another scene. I was like, okay. I read about this like, a while ago. I was like, I thought they were taking the piss at first, and I was, obviously, I obviously, I just thought it was like a joke thing that was coming out. But no, it's a general short film that's going to like fucking like film festivals and that. I was like, I kind of need to see this now to see how it goes. <laughs> um, what else we got? Um, I think that might be... Oh, Witcher 3. Witcher 3 got a teaser trailer release. Oh, the season 3. Yeah, it's, it's split into two parts now. No, they do uh, mm-hmm. Strange Things, where it's like volume 1 oh, yeah. this day, and a month later you have to go to volume 2. Same with Witcher. Volume 1 comes at the end of June, volume 2 the end of July. Uh, and other than that, according to my watch history, that is it. Uh, yeah, those are my movie trailers that have been dropped in the past like few days, I'd say. You think you got, uh, I've got two stories. I've got one gaming, and I've got one monkey news for you. Go on then. All right, the big one in gaming today was the fact that the UK banned uh, Microsoft from taking yes, over Activision. I saw that, and their excuse was we're trying to protect cloud gaming. And I was like, on what level are you protecting cloud gaming? Stadia is dead. That's gone. Uh, Microsoft have their own cloud gaming. They also already made deals with uh, NVIDIA have their own cloud gaming. They made deals to add Call of Duty to their library and other Blizzard and Activision games. There was another cloud gaming company which they made deals with as well. If this went through, and the UK banned it being like, oh no, it's just uh, it's just to protect cloud gaming. Every other cloud gaming company came out and was like, this was helping us rather than like hurting us, I don't understand how you're twisting this to be this way. And uh, I was reading, trying to read upon it, and apparently people are saying if this goes to the US and goes through in the US, they'll be able to have this stuff, and the UK will be left out of having this stuff on Game Pass. So it'll literally be like country-exclusive games then, rather than like consoles or PC-exclusive. So I don't know how it's going to work. Uh, I, know they're appe- I know they're appealing it, I saw that. And They're gonna appear. I mean, it's stupid. I feel like you should go through it. I mean, PlayStation have been doing like I know PlayStation have been buying these big companies, but they've been buying a lot of smaller companies and making their games exclusive to PlayStation recently. I know they've done it. Uh, they even did it with uh, Final Fantasy, the new one. They've literally made it like an exclusive PlayStation thing because there's like we don't want it on any of our console, and they paid them extra money to make it exclusive. So, but I don't understand how people can say it's like. I understand if you're saying that, you know, this huge gaming company, Activision Blizzard, because to fair, is one of the biggest fucking companies going. So we call it sells how much every year. But the fact that Xbox were willing to, like, license it out still, even if they owned it, same as um, they did with 
a lot of the Bethesda games. I mean, they could have blocked Doom from going out on console, but they're like, no, we'll we'll let it go through. But, but I know for a fact it's PlayStation, Sony owned it. <laughs> They'll be blocking it instantly. But like, no, who cares? Ours now. So, but yeah, I think that's. I think it's stupid, and I think it's good and stupid. It depends what angle they come from. But the cloud gaming argument was like the weakest argument yeah. they could have gave. And uh, it's up with monkey news. Apparently, in Delhi, in India. <laughs> there have been some monkeys running on the yellow line service, so the train's been delayed because the <laughs> monkeys been getting run over. <laughs> For fuck's sake. Monkey News is back, <laughs> ladies and gents. Apparently, they've literally been stuffing the trains to ensure there's no harm to the monkeys because they literally just sat on the middle of the tracks not moving. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. Oh. oh my God. Jesus Christ. So, oh. yeah. <laughs> that's that's a, that's a good way. That's a good note to end on. Let me set. Let me put the images in my background of like the monkey trying to jump out of the way. Of this oh train. yes, it's go like, on, go on. Rock like, in the background. Hang on. Oh, I gotta see that. I gotta see this. <laughs> I need to see this monkey like blocking the train. Watch your head. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that, that's just that's just beautiful. <laughs> that is just bravo. That is, that, that, that is the Indian just, Express. That is just a perfect uh, way to end this episode. <laughs> perfect way to end episode 69. It might not have been a dirty topic, but, you know, that's, that's one way to end uh, this episode. Uh, right then. <laughs> Obviously, you can check out the podcast on YouTube. Uh, if you don't watch it video form, like, you, know, you don't get to see this beautiful background of Connors. If you want, if obviously you just listen to it on audio form, you've got uh, Spotify, iTunes, Audible, Amazon Music, etc., etc. Um Obviously, if you liked it, uh, like uh, below. Uh, if there's any comments of us how to improve this show or any topics you'd like us to discuss, put them below. Uh, if you can think of any uh, good news uh, from Monkey News, uh, put that in the comments below too. <laughs> if, if, you can, if you can beat Connor's uh, monkeys stopping trains in uh, Delhi, then try try at it, and we'll 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 f- figure out next time if you did beat him or not. Um and yeah, like, what's your thoughts on DLC, and and what you would de- describe as good or bad DLC? Um, so yeah, obviously, we hope you enjoyed, and um, thank you again, Connor, for joining me. As always, I'm here every week. Well, yep. most weeks, I think, like probably pretty near enough each every week. If we can't get an episode in, obviously, then we'll just jump to the next week. But yeah, obviously we're going to get the live stream and hopefully up and running next week. And we'll have, some, we'll have some fun with that. And uh, other than that, obviously this has been the Chat Arcade Podcast and I'm going to go try and finish installing Star Wars because it's a 130 odd gig game. I put it onto install lunchtime and it's still installing for some reason. RIP me. Bye. Good luck, Tom. <laughs>